0: Hey, I'm Nate Flax.
1: I'm Noah Longworth-McGuire. And this is Talking Lion. Talking Lion is a podcast focused on artist-to-artist conversation.
0: We're primarily artists, a duo called Sleeping Lion, but we've been lucky enough to write, produce, and hang out with so many incredible rising artists since we started our project.
1: Whether it's at sessions or parties or over cups of coffee, we've talked with our creative friends about everything. Music, life, love, and all the subtle complexities that come with being in the middle of a journey.
0: Talking line is about hitting record in these conversations and sharing them with you. There's no real structure, nothing really prepared, just friends talking about life and
1: what it's been like and where it's going. We now have a Patreon for fans of our show to help keep this going. Subscribers will become a part of the show in various ways. From providing questions to our guests, to getting a shout out on the show, to actually being on the show to chat with us.
0: We'll even send you a mug. So check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash talkinglion.
1: We recorded this episode with our good friends Fiji Blue.
0: We went to Berklee College of Music with Trevor and Val and remained friends with them when they moved to Los Angeles and formed Fiji
1: Blue. Some context for this interview. We recorded this remotely following the release of their single Butterflies.
0: The last time we all hung out was actually at their New Year's party on the eve of 2020. An insanely talented duo, Fiji Blue has made waves with their smooth, uncompromising sound. So,
2: without further ado, we're Fiji Blue and this is Talking Lion.
0: Well, hey. Hello.
2: <laughs> hello, hello. What's up, Nate and Noah? How's it going?
1: Hey, what, what's, what's up, up Trevor
2: Tre- and Val? Trevor
1: and Val.
3: <laughs> Look at these two Val duos just uh, talking. N- not
0: just,
1: a duo
3: not just of duos. duos.
0: Not just duos, but but roommate duos.
3: Room? No, we're not roommates. No. Not yet. Not, no, yeah,
2: yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I'm not here yet, like every day, and I basically should pay rent. But I mean, he is considered
3: to be the yeah. re- fifth roommate that, of the
2: house. That's
0: that's that's fair. Well, hey, well, we're we're a duo of duos, which which uh, I I definitely appreciate. A
3: duo of duos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like
0: we, we we also go we go back. We're we are classmates. Yeah. We're. <laughs> that is a fact. We're we Berkeley College of classmates. So that's, in that's, September.
3: That's, in September, it'll be. 6 years that we know each other. Holy. Yeah. At least yeah, yep. at least you and me met in like first semester like early on. Yeah. Well, and I don't know about uh, Noah.
0: I like vaguely I vaguely remember Val like you and I even talking on like the Facebook forum before coming to school about like maybe being roommates like
2: Really? Berkeley
3: forums. Bro, you you I should pull speak. up that message. I don't even remember <laughs> that. Dude, that
0: would be that would be like that would be wild.
3: That was probably around <laughs> let's say that was probably around this time like beginning of the summer
0: probably around this time yeah i was like yeah. yeah just like fair warning like i grind my teeth pretty bad in my sleep like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> i speak demonic things when i go to bed <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i'm just like yeah no nah. but, but, but but that's the thing yeah, i think you end up yeah you end up your first year you're with jonathan right
3: i was with jonathan dude you know crazy thing was wait, i don't know if you came to our new year's party but we oh yeah yeah, okay. we, yeah had this that, year, we had we had the yeah this year we had that New Year's party and he showed up just randomly like I didn't even know <laughs> oh, I didn't invite him or anything and all of a sudden he was just in my house and I was like dude like I haven't seen you in like five years since we shared a well, that, room together you that know that was the first
0: time I saw him in a, in a minute too he's been playing drums for Vespera, like for that rock oh, cool. for the rock band also your New Year's party was like really fun I was having like just a terrible like New Year's experience and like like in general and then coming to your place, it definitely like boosted my boosted my spirits. Oh, the drinks were very good. <laughs> yeah, dude,
3: I had a, I had the mold wine, specially oh, made. The, uh, but okay, this is the, it's yeah, it's like a special wine it's from like Germany. like hot wine. Yeah, hot, oh, yeah. hot yeah, wine. Was like, does wine. Does With cinnamon and oranges <laughs> and cl- uh, cloves, I think. Super dope. But it was the sad so part, I got very drunk. The sad part about that party was, <laughs> oh, we still have it. Remember when we had this huge wall up and we call it the vision board, 2020 vision board. And everybody put their goals for this year, what they want to do, what they want to accomplish.
2: And it's, it's still all hanging like, in the I house tour, and you look I at this travel. and you're like, exactly. dude, like everybody wanted to travel and I, like move out. I think out Fiji, and Fiji like, tour was written three times on that. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote
0: on there. I, I wrote like, you know, travel to, travel to London, like, you know, play, yeah.
2: play bigger shows. Not sit like in my that. bedroom every day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm looking at, nobody wrote COVID. No, no. I just yeah. want to know who fucked up. Like, like who? <laughs> Like who? who Listen, who, we we historically know who fucked up. Like no, you know, I know, I know. I mean, I know. This,
0: this could turn into a political show real quick. No, I don't. Like, I don't mean we, that no, politically. I
1: mean, who made a bad deal with a witch to oh, like yeah, yeah. to like oh, get, put us where we are right
0: now? No, when the new year comes around, nobody's allowed to be
1: like, "This is my year." Like, nobody's not a, allowed a single to have, person. Nobody's no. not allowed no. to have resolutions okay. or never saying anymore. this. Like, that no again. one's allowed to say this is my year. <laughs> oh, it is no one's year. Wait and see. Yeah, no. been
2: some good things come out of it, as messed up as everything is. You know, to be honest, for
3: us. Personally, for us, we're uh, in the midst of everything. Pretty grateful about. I feel like the timing worked out for us a l- well because we still March fourth we had our Fiji show at Madame cm You know, it was still ultra packed, which we were happy about. And now it's like scary to think about that. But
2: <laughs> yeah. someone caught the Fiji um, flu there. For yeah,
3: sure. yeah, we. Uh, oh God, <laughs>
1: the Fiji blue
3: flu.
2: Yeah, no, it's the nice way um, of saying COVID.
0: But yeah, well, it's, it's, I I do, I remember like just like going out, you know, going out for drinks, you know, right before this started. And a friend of ours who was going on tour was like, Do you think this is going to be like a bad thing? And we're like, Oh, no, it's probably not going to be, probably not going to be too bad. I definitely feel it. There's something to be said about like kind of being a duo in this thing because one, you know, I feel like Noah and I are never like necessarily bored because we're i mean we're bored yeah like as anybody is essentially as as anybody you know existentially bored but uh you know at least like we can always work on the stuff and the podcast stuff like yeah it's like
2: unfortunately like there's a lot of things that we're not in control of but the only thing we can be in control of is just like all the good stuff we that can come out of it yeah i mean it's yeah you just got to try every day at this point to just
3: we can be uh, grateful that we we have like a homie you know that we've been making music with for a while and like you know that we can get through this together like i remember when it first started we were working every day and then i was at his house and we were both like panicking not knowing what was going to happen you know like being in this like weird mindset but at least we weren't alone you know mm-hmm. yeah. we we're like yeah. stuck in an apartment alone somewhere in like so new york or whatever so mm-hmm.
2: well
0: yeah and that's that, that's the thing too is like at least like i didn't have to go to new york or at least like you know no i didn't have to go to rome like at least we can you know still And you said something interesting, Trevor, which is like, like focusing on the things you can control. And I feel like for me, I've always needed to have some like level of control over what's sort of going around me. And like, obviously, with with COVID, you lose all of that. Like we all thought, you know, at the beginning of the year that there was a that there was a a plan for this year that we all had plans and we all had like whatever, but uh, you know you can't control how the world's gonna gonna change, but you definitely can control what you're doing. For sure, I feel like you know, I, I, like life is it's crazy easier. It's easier when you share that with somebody. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah, that's definitely.
3: a beautiful lesson. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but to be honest, for me it was also kind of like okay, maybe everything is slowing down a bit. Maybe we don't have to do five sessions with five different people a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just honing in on like. You know, now we're just working on Fiji Blue every day, yeah.
2: making music, and you like you have to work with me every day because our circle has to stay. <laughs> now short. I have to work with Trevor, yeah. and we only have fifteen long. songs this week. No, 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 that's not good enough. <laughs> no.
0: But- well, and, that, and that's the thing too is like it, it occurred to me just like the things like now we get to work on the things that we like enjoy or the things that like we claimed we didn't have enough time for that you know if we suddenly magically had time mm-hmm. for we would do and yeah. now here, yeah, here it is. Um, so there, yeah. There's definitely something to be said about that, and, I, and I'm glad that you guys have have found. I I was sure you guys would find like that stride. Yeah. Like if anybody's gonna do it, it's you guys. But it's <laughs> it's been a somewhat peaceful experience, despite it being like a global pandemic. Yeah, um, I agree. I wanna I wanna rewind a little bit. You know, and I wanna I, you know I I know bits and pieces about like you guys' childhoods, etc. But like I, you know, from <laughs> are you dying? Are you okay? <laughs>
2: Yeah, he, <laughs> I'm good. Val's good. Yeah, I'm good. All this talk no, about COVID, he starts coughing. Mm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sorry, bro. Sorry to interrupt you.
0: No, he's 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 uh, allergic to the to the sappiness. You know, I gotta yeah. make sure. I gotta make sure to not not get too saccharine exactly. about it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, where, where are you both from? Like, uh, and, and what was growing up in your you know specific communities like uh, with respect to music, but also just respect to like being a person and growing up.
2: Yeah. And whatnot. Want me to take this, Val? Mm-hmm. Very opposite of Val's experience, but we'll get to that. But <laughs> I grew up in Arizona, Scottsdale specifically. And I was actually, like, the whole whole other side of music beside my life was hockey. Like, I played hockey for my entire, of, like, adolescence. I don't know. From three, basically, until, you know, I had to pick between hockey college or music college. So, <laughs> oh um, Oh,
0: so you, like, went...
2: I was I was okay. I don't know. I, towards <laughs> the end of it, I was just just doing it for the fun of it. But, um... Yeah, I was huge. In hockey in Arizona, people are like, they have ice there. But no, definitely mm-hmm. huge there. I was going to say that and then I stopped myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's so common, I've heard. But um, yeah. it well, it's
0: so, like the Stanley Cup or Grammy. It's just like, you know, what are you going to drink out of? You know? Exactly. I mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> you could be the first person to do both. Yeah. I mean, at this point, hopefully, yeah, the hockey thing's not going to happen. But I can dream about the Grammy. That's, you know, that's nice. But. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I you can, I it. There's always, Egots and then there's Seagots.
0: You know, this Stanley <laughs> Cup, uh, Emmy, Grammy Tony, oh my Oscar. God.
2: Both awards that I would just feel very happy about having. but um, yeah so I I always played music I actually started playing guitar because a guitar hero super cliche I think that's how possible we were just talking about about that
0: yesterday we were just talking about how like so many people kind of got into music because because of because of of guitar hero it's crazy crazy.
2: so many people I was like you know the the 12 year olds around me like watching they're like oh this is sick and I was like yeah what if this guitar was real (laughs) on xbox and stuff but um Yeah, like Pride and Joy, Stevie Ray Vaughan, that like drew me into guitar, especially blues. And then obviously on a cruise ship when I was lonely and 15, um, my mom showed me John Mayer. And then I fell in love love with John Mayer. Fast forward. Oh my God, he went to Berkeley. I love music. What was the first (laughs) song that
3: you heard by John Mayer ever?
2: Ooh, uh, easy. That is uh, In Your Atmosphere. Mm. Which was, yeah. So great. Yeah, that, that hooked me. So... Uh, the love for songwriting and stuff fell in there, attached with some pretty emotional teenage feelings. Um, <laughs> out came my mind, and yeah, I you know went for the songwriting route and ended up in Berkeley, and that's kind of where Val and I ended up crossing paths. But I can let him tell his story mm-hmm. up until then. <laughs> it's like a romantic Berkeley? comedy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled in the in the hallway one day, and
1: when 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 tre- Trevor met Val Valentine. Yeah, honestly, when Trevor. That's, that sounds like a that sounds like a great rom com title. Yeah,
2: Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day. Oh valen- Val- yeah, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the story how we met is not spectacular at all.
0: during Valentine, I don't
2: know. Something. No, no, it, wasn't no, it was cool. Yeah, we can, we right, can get to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's iconic.
3: <laughs> no, but yeah, I am... Um, Obviously, I was born and raised in Germany, Stuttgart, Germany, like a medium-sized town, maybe like half a million people <clears throat> till I was 15. And for me,
0: I mean... I, wait, I love, I love that you, you say that a medium town is like half a million people, because like my, my hometown had like 10,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> it was
3: pretty small. In the, yeah, you're right. It was, I mean, it was, it was a city, you know, like I, I grew up always like as a city, like kid, you know what I mean? Like I was just like, I always, till this day, always lived in big cities, so... <clears throat> born and raised there honestly such a great childhood you know like my parents were super chill and the city was cool i had great friends you know what i mean i was playing soccer like a good german boy but um (laughs) for me i mean music was always it's crazy like i think about it now and i feel like there was never a period in my life where i didn't make music and where i didn't know that music was gonna be like my life like literally Mm. when i started playing drums when i was five had a very, very influential teacher, Marcus. He actually emailed me on my birthday two weeks ago. um, And I hadn't talked to him in like 10 years, maybe. So it was super beautiful to get that email. But he was such an influential person in my life. Maybe the most influential person after my parents because he taught me how to play drums in the beginning. But then he also started exposing me to like playing guitar. Like he also had a little studio. He bought me my first recording equipment when I was like 13. So it's like, Nice. Oh wow! he showed me like he came to my house he installed everything he showed me how to do the software like he would drive me home like when my parents couldn't like he was just like a very like wow we just
2: had a really close relationship what's this name what's his name Marcus Sh- shout him out yeah Marcus yeah shout out Marcus shout out Marcus. <laughs> um,
3: hopefully you hear this um, <laughs> Marcus and I, you know German, what man. I gotta I still haven't responded to the email because I want to take like my time and I want to tell him that because I don't think I've ever told him that and if a teacher you know hears that how much influence they had on a person's life and like that I ended up being a musician you know what I mean like that's well
0: yeah, and I, think I think don't I don't want happy. to be I don't want to be too like sentimental about it because I don't want to make you cough again but like <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, I, I had a piano teacher who similarly like changed my life and I, I'd always said him, like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, next time I'm in New York or like I'll send him an email or I'll call him like. But, I, you know, I was busy, I was busy, I was busy. And I got to see him and I, t- I got to catch up with him like a little bit, like a, cu- a couple years ago. But he p- but he recently passed away wow. uh, from like kidney failure, like maybe wow. two years ago. Damn. And it was just it was just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I really wish that like I had yeah. you know, had, you know, sort of that communication with him. So I say, hey. You know, now it's... Man, I have to get on no that. No time like the present, you know. I have yeah, to
3: get on sure. that. I have to get on that.
2: Right after this podcast. Yeah, I'm going to
3: write him back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write him back today. But yeah, so I mean, he kind of he kind of showed me the path, you know what I mean? And he kind of just like started everything for me like musically. And then I was playing in bands, <clears throat> or I was playing in a band in Germany when I was like 12. And I kind of had it called? a second like German name. I, basically the translation is fruit concentrate. <laughs> it's nice. really I, weird. What is really that in German? Weird, just just Fruchtgehalt. Fruchtgehalt. <laughs> 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 <Nice. laughs> okay. I, sound um, like I mean, it sounds, to sounds cool in Germany, in German, but he, I had, so my homie, Hannes, who I'm still really close with. Shout out Hannes. He was kind of my Trevor when I was 12. He was playing guitar. He was singing <laughs> he, in the band. I was playing drums. So honored, bro. And we, we wrote songs and stuff. So it was cool. I had that going on in Germany. And then when I was 15, I moved to the US, moved to DC and uh, um did you know english at
0: that point or did you did you learn english
3: i I had like a school english you know like eighth grade kind of level like how you would speak french in like eighth grade like you know some words you know what i mean
0: yeah my my i was i was not uh i was not a a particularly good uh exactly exactly so like (laughs) i'm sitting
3: (laughs) here in the first day of high school in this huge auditorium 1500 freshmen i'm here like 10th grade not
2: knowing what the fuck is going
3: on there's this this presentation going on and this guy was next to me he was super nice tried to talk to me but i didn't understand a single word so
2: that must have been terrible honestly
3: it was it was cool like that part of my life is like was such a like crazy change and like such a learning experience because for like one year i was basically just alone like the whole time i didn't like lunch every time alone like and then just when i come home from school i would just make music and just like Mm. You know, play drums or whatever, just to like, because I didn't have any friends, because it was so hard to like communicate with anybody, you know. Mm. Mm. And then it got better, and then I decided I wanted to go to Berkeley, and then, you know, now I just love living here, honestly. So well, yeah.
0: and it's it's funny and cool because like my first, I think my first impression of you at school. Was like, this guy is effortlessly cool. <laughs> like, I think my, to the, to the point Ooh. where, like, you remember, like, I was, you know, I was a nerdy kid, but also I think I was very defensive and, like, very, like, agitated by, like, any coolness at yeah. all. And to the point where I'm like, who, the, who, who does this guy think he is, this cool with <laughs> cool his leather flag? jackets,
2: right? Oh yeah. He, yeah. Was yeah. yeah. Jackets. he was just walking around, just drumming That'd the j- air. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> probably, was, yeah. Actually <laughs> it, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I love that. And, and, Forgive me for saying this, Cher, but I, you know, I was I was thinking back. I was thinking back. And I'm trying to remember, like, the times that we sort of, like, crossed paths in, in Boston. But, like, I don't remember, like, as distinctive the times as, like, when Val and I would cross. If you have a memory of me in Boston, please forgive me, but did we, like, cross paths? No, no,
2: it's totally okay. In fact, my time in Boston is so weird because when I first got there, I was super, like, Hiding in the shadows, depressed. I just came from ASU, <laughs> knowing, no. and actually, I, I actually got declined from Berkeley the first time. Oh, so wow. I had to do a year and go to the five week audition again. I ended up finding I got in, but I was like a year into a, a fraternity at ASU, and I was like, oh my God, college, fun. But then <laughs> uh, I kind of I, I decided to defer and go to the next year and basically leave all my friends, the current girlfriend at the time. So when I first got to Boston, I was pretty bitter and. As time progressed, I kind of like started creeping out of the shadows, and a really and honestly a specific turning point for me, Noah was in that class with Ben Camp. Um, oh yeah, I was about yeah. to say
1: that's that's when I met you. That's when is, I met you. When you yes. came into Hot 100. Did we exactly. all have
3: uh, Ben Campers? Have you ever had Ben Camp, Nate, as a teacher?
0: So I, I never I never had like Ben Camp directly because I never did. By the time I got into songwriting, like after I left Berkeley. Uh, like mm. that was when Sleeping Lion was starting to like really mm-hmm. be like a thing, and so I never had a class with Ben Camp, but because he had such an influence on, I saw him on Hollywood Noah, Boulevard. I would and, just like, like two months yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would like sit in on a, on like Hot One Hundred classes like after I was you know out of school already. Exactly, um, and I've yeah. you know I've like seen him and and met him a couple couple times. Yeah, he was actually so one of my last
1: sessions before quarantine. Oh wow, that's we, where we, he lives here wrote, now, right? Yeah, he lives here now. We wrote a song about. Um, it, very pr- presciently, we about w- um, wanting something really big to happen to level everyone out. Whoa! Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm. So It was a song about earthquakes, but it was a song oh, about God. like That's, feeling that feeling depressed and wanting like a, <laughs> a natural disaster to like wipe out the city. Damn, I, I lay in It's abandoned. pretty fucked up to Wait think. That about. It's just terrible. I'm gonna I'm I
3: gonna d- tell you something. Things. None of this shit is random. Like I feel <laughs> like it's, it's, everything is connected. I mean, everybody and. Yeah. Everything that's happening and
2: Val's been surfing a lot and meditating. So if I'm he t- says anything really like deep, just it's good. He's in a good place. Look, it's, I'm, it's I'm California. Not it does it to all of us eventually.
0: And listen, I've been I've been getting into Malcolm Gladwell, so you know, we're all just gonna be like insufferable by the end exactly. of it, you know. <laughs> amazing.
2: We're all morphing um, in good ways. Yeah, um,
0: you know, we're hey, we're all we're all grown up. I think it's interesting though that that like Trevor, you and Noah like had classes together and then Val and I had like our exactly. own cuz I I remember random, like talking I'm telling you <laughs> yeah I, I remember like you know when Val and Amelia first did like Can't Let Go we were talking about like mm. playlisting and like cuz at that point we had I think both got in show vibes like like within a week or like something Talked of each other out, it was like yeah it was it, no, was, just, it was we were talking vibes. about mm. Yeah, it was like ta- talking about like this weird new sort of like world of cuz playlisting in general had just sort of started up That's right. in the way that it had. Dude, I
3: remember um, that our friends didn't even know how to like get the music on Spotify. I remember? Everybody was like, "Dude, how do you even like get your music on there?" Like it was such so easy. such a new thing. Yeah, yeah now you think it's easy, but that was like oh. 2016. Well, I know, but no, I just
2: yeah, there was a, there was, there
1: was was a few there services. Was,
0: there, there was like th- yeah, CD Baby and DistroKid at the time.
1: Yeah, I feel like people True. didn't know what they were doing at Berkeley when we were getting started out. I think that was the edge that we had was like we just like did a bit of research. Dude,
0: I like I didn't pay <laughs> for lunch for like a month because everybody would like hit me up, take me out for like coffee, whatever, and ask about like blogs and shit. Wow. Like I was like I was doing the blog stuff.
2: Like, Submit Hub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pre, pre, pre,
0: pre-submit hub submit hub. Like, wow. submit hub was the summer after like can't let go and like all that stuff
3: yes exactly it was like October 2016 yeah. November December yeah. like that time um, but you know what I mean that to me is not a positive review of Berkeley because that means that like all the students were like so behind with what was going on and like how to you know what I mean like that would that should have been something that's Berkeley should have been on top of and like teach everybody and like, you know,
0: I've always kind of said about Berkeley that like, you know, the actual curriculum doesn't necessarily inspire like forward thinking, but I, I like everybody, like all of our friends there, what obviously set them apart was that they, they were always looking for the next thing. So even though the curriculum itself was not like, Oh, here's like how to submit your music. Here's like how blogs work. Everybody at school, wanted to know how like we did it or how you did it or like Annika or like anybody like we everybody once somebody had like some sort of level of success and not even in like a predatory way in most cases I think everybody just actually wanted to learn like what the new kind of music industry was looking I like. mean we also definitely.
3: didn't really know you know what I mean like we yeah like we kind of knew you know what I mean but like it would it w- definitely was a new thing which was a big advantage for us you know because it was yeah. like easier to definitely get on the playlist and 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 get exposure as like an indie artist. There just wasn't Mm -hmm. as many people doing it as now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now now it's like what forty thousand songs get uploaded to uh to Spotify a day. A day. That's
2: that's insane. I can't even imagine. Like how how much does the uh, the editorial team listen? Do they listen to every song? I I doubt. They can't. They can't. They they physically. yeah, Yeah. Just. Yeah. They can't. That's
1: right. So it's it's it's, it's that's def- why we need five weeks to, to, pitch, to <laughs> yeah, pitch to pitch to pitch playlist just because oh that like gives them the smallest chance of actually getting to the desk of a human being. But, no, but if you think wild. about
0: just like and I, again, I just read Outliers, so like thinking about circumstances has been really interesting. But like we were very lucky to be a surrounded by such talented people at a time when like editorial and stuff was just starting up and getting an ed- education in how sessions worked. So yeah. by the time we moved out to Los Angeles, we like knew the session flow, and like that part of it, because you know you guys are not just like an artist project. You are individually artists, and you're also mm-hmm. songwriters and producers.
2: Yeah, it's it's crazy that, I mean, that goes back to like the initial time where Val and I first met. We did a session together for his artist project, Valentine at the time. Um, it still exists, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the songs, yeah, the songs called Moan, very sexual. But that was after his Can't Let oh, Go. Right after his uh, song with Lexi, right? Mm-hmm. Fantasies, right? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we did a song together and like honestly, the flow of that song was so easy. Like start to finish, like what? Like 30 minutes, an hour we read it or wrote it.
3: Yeah, right? yeah, we wrote it in like, uh, we wrote it really
2: quick. I mean, if you look, if you listen back to it, it's not the most in-depth thing, but it's, it works for the feel of the song. Was mm-hmm. that the backseat
0: yeah. of the Uber? <laughs> yeah, <honest? laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember you yes, playing yes, that
2: yes. in Hot 100. Oh, yeah, that's right. I I probably... No that's way. so funny. Oh my God. So I, at that time, yeah. I mean, I initially met Mombrew. I'm sure you guys know Mombrew, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the one that like truly like made me fall in love with Boston. So shout out Mombrew. And like actually be like, oh, I'm gonna step out of my apartment and not cry today. And it was great. <laughs> so um, and eventually again, leading to the point where I went to a party, Val was there, and we connected. So that's like it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, but cool how everything really is connected.
3: Yeah, but you know? now it go even deeper. Why were you at that party?
2: I was at that party because at the time I had just been, I had just like ended, been ended with a five year relationship um, that was oh, long shit. distance, all this stuff. Yeah. So I was just like, at that point, I was super lost.
3: That, shit, so. but also you were there because
2: you knew Zach oh. Cox from mm. when you were young and playing hockey. Yes. So Zach Cox Wait. was the only kid I knew from Arizona that went to Berkeley. And we played hockey against each other in high school. And he Whoa. was roommates with David Wilson, DeWilly, um, sorry. And, and so uh, I came there with <laughs> we, used to, we used
0: to call him D Will. Yeah, D Will. Oh, D he
2: still has D Will in my phone. That's true. So yeah, it's, same, just, same. it's so crazy how like that, all that stuff ended up to me again, meeting Val eventually, having one session. And then he ended up graduating pretty soon after that. And then mm-hmm. I was like, when I was moving to LA, I was like, I gotta I gotta hook up with that German dude again. He was he was pretty chill. We never hooked up <laughs> we've never hooked <laughs> well, up
3: This is all Pro- hey Tomic. you know the,
0: the, hey man the quarantine's long you know do do hey. do you whatever whatever oh my God. The, cre- the creative process is a very complicated thing it could be it couldn't, be,
3: event, it couldn't
2: you know? be that long we just look what? up at the moon for 3 hours straight without blinking and we're like okay we have the lyric inspiration and that's, that's
0: <laughs> how it works uh, what what i mean what is interesting though when you do think about like kind of how much is up to luck and outside of your control like obviously like we all have worked like incredibly hard, but I think about Mm -hmm. this constantly. Like how the fact that Noah and I came to meet and like work with each other had like ninety-five percent to do with the fact that we were just both on the same floor, a door down from each other in 270.
1: Yeah. It was just the whoever whoever put the dorms together was like largely responsible for for this whole thing. That's like literally
0: like they could have just moved me if they moved me to 150, like my life would be completely different. Mm. And then on top of that, like The fact that Noah was reading Infinite Jess at the time was how we got to talking for the first time. Had he been reading a different book, had he not put it on his bed, maybe we would not have because there were people on that floor I just never really talked to. Yeah. That's so So trippy to think about. Yeah. You know, like all everything that comes together, like Mm. it's all the pieces. Well, Val, you know, as far as like because you've you've mentioned this to to me before. Like I was in a cafe visiting my now ex-girlfriend. Uh, and she was at work, and I was just like on the internet, and I put up a video of Jack Garrett because I thought it was really cool. And you found that video and said, like, that was this sort of inspiring thing. And then my, my birthday, you met Peter.
3: I mean, yeah. Peter. Honestly, <laughs> earlier, earlier, I said it, right? Yeah. yeah I said, yeah, yeah. well, we were on the phone with Tommy, and I was like, yo, I'm gonna be on this podcast with Nate. One thing I gotta say, I owe so much to Nate because the connection to Peter and also that video, those two things were like, huge inspirations and it's turning nuts. points in my life no. so I mean that's a, that's another thing it's just like you know you had a lot of influence like with this video I saw it and I was like damn this is actually like a lane that you can go into you know what I mean this like what you guys are doing too where it's like almost like a one man band you can morph all the things like playing live and your production skills and you know you can morph all of that in visuals and like just with Ableton you know what I mean that's yeah that's what, what that video showed me and that was
0: well what what's crazy about that too and again just like connecting like all the threads is like if i it just happened that like my my girlfriend at the time had to be at work like if we if she wasn't at work i wouldn't have been in the cafe i wouldn't have seen that video wouldn't have posted it and maybe you would have found inspiration elsewhere but who knows like and also like it just happened that my birthday was at Buca de beppos so on top of just the fact that you and peter you know decided to come uh it was this long table and you could have sat on in a different side of the table with people there were people from Berkeley like people you knew but instead you know like you both I think came like a little bit later so you both were at the far end and so you're se- you're sitting with a stranger essentially yeah.
3: exactly i mean the fact that i just sat next to peter but also you know another connection that was made there was peter and surreal
0: oh. they oh, also yeah.
3: they also met that
2: day no- oh my god right
0: right right yeah, because so, sim- similarly, I think Serial was, like, wandering around the table. I think he, like, he was, sit like, seated towards the end. And I was talking to Sarah a bunch, so he, he wound up, like, moving to, like, talk to other people around. You know, Chance is weird, man. <laughs> well,
2: it's, it's really crazy.
0: <laughs> well, that's what's interesting about a, a duo especially, too, though, is that, like, you know, sort of going back to Chance, which is, like. It's not the same, like when you're alone, when you're like making music by yourself, that inspiration story could come from anywhere and could happen at any time. But like two people deciding to like, literally like intertwine their destinies as crazy Mm -hmm. and like dramatic as that sounds. Not only is that a major decision, oftentimes that happens from an insignificant event, you know, like. Definitely. did you think you'd be on a podcast like 5 years later when you went to a party, you know?
2: <laughs> no, everything is yeah, it's crazy how one thing leads to another which leads to a billion other things literally. But yeah. What's
3: trippy about thinking about like the future, you know what I mean? Like yeah. what is this going to affect? Is yeah. somebody going to hear this podcast and all even like
2: <laughs> you never know. That's like but so trippy. It's just nice to also try to stay focused on the present cuz that's, that's all you can all you control. Can so yeah. like yeah, at this yeah. point yeah, just grateful where we're at and happy to be a part of it. But Impact. what you
3: said earlier, sorry, it's <clears throat> so interesting because we talk about this all the time. Like to be able to do something like this, like be in a group with somebody and like literally like, you know, we're 23, 24. This is like what we do. You know what I mean? Like that's our yeah. life. This is our career. This is like our, this is what we do, right? This is what, what we're here for. And then to combine that with somebody, you have to be on the same page mm. about so many things. You need to be able to be together all the time. You know what I mean? Like, that's, there's so few people in the world that you can do that with. Yeah. You know, that's like, it's a blessing to find that person, really. I mean, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't, and it's just so much harder to do it alone. Yeah.
0: Well, and we take it for granted a little bit, but there's so much that Noah and I don't have to talk about anymore. Yeah. Like so much that's like implicit about like the nature of our collaboration and our friendship and our and our housemateship as well. You know, like definitely. We 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 have a, sort of a, a tacit understanding that that we built over the course of six years, which is crazy. It's a beautiful
2: thing, you know? yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, everything we did started off. Of course, the first session, but it started out with just like being friends. And like just connecting on everything else. Music, you know, I, was the main focus and talk of everything. But everything, especially to now, what we've created has just been a big throw in the pot of, oh, this was a fun day. Or just, we talked about Clara for three hours too long, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah. just like, you know, all this stuff. So it's just, it's crazy, you know, especially like, you know, really diving into your own heads and like what's going on in your personal life too when you're writing, like, I have a very specific style of writing Val has a style of writing but like together it like we have this weird next level of I don't not I don't want to sound like self-centered but like Just some weird cool stuff that we like, you know, agree on and see the world at, you know, in the same way.
0: I I feel like every, we say this a lot, but uh, every duo is like the same duo. It's it's, like there has to be an 100% thing that works. Those are balances in personality that Mm -hmm. I feel every duo has in like different like ratios. You know, when it comes to like actually from a production songwriting standpoint, when it comes to a work ethic standpoint, a social standpoint, Mm -hmm. there's so many like, you know, I've met duos where two people are both like equally sort of okay with social settings. And Mm -hmm. I've, you know, met duos where it's like hard one or hard the other. It's like there's, uh you know, the the duos where both produce, like capital produce and duos where one is the songwriter and one is the producer. Like there's all kinds of, but it's at the end of the day, the working ratio is always going to be there, yeah, you know? For sure. Like, we're, we're we're collectively, like, more similar to you collectively than I think we all are individually to each other. Definitely.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's yeah.
3: such a smart observation, yeah.
0: I see <laughs> the math so equation
2: true. in my head. It makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta run the numbers. Okay. <laughs> our, our listeners, you're gonna have to actually take out a piece of paper, Crunch some of the numbers. <laughs> yes. It's, just, it's the just the
2: meme of of
1: the guy with the equations in front of his face. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's that's what I'm seeing right now.
0: The, the equation <laughs> of a functioning duo. Um, <laughs> no, but I remember I remember like the the birth of the Fiji Blue project because you guys, speaking of, of of free lunch, you know, you guys actually took me out to Franklin and Company, and said. By the way, we're starting this duo called VG Blue. Yo, like, you got Do you have any
2: wow. advice? Kind of questions? Like, I forgot about There's that. There's been dude. so many things since. That's no crazy. Lie. For,
3: no lie. Not wow. going to lie. I forgot about that.
2: Wow. I forgot well, like,
0: about I, that I did yeah. too until like just sort of reflecting on, you know, before any episode, I'm just sort of like, okay, what's our history? What's the music? Like, yeah. is that, I, I was thinking back. I'm like, yeah, we got… We got lunch and you guys were like, "Yeah, we're starting a project," you know. <laughs>
3: um, so See, we took you all too, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we were one of those two that wanted to hear about the blogs. I remember. Well, <laughs> yeah, true. like,
0: like, like I said, it's never been like a you know like a an aggressive thing. It's always just been friends sharing info. You know, yeah, yeah, I remember sure. you you were you were like, "Yeah, I want to take your advice." I'm like, "Val, you're crushing it on Spotify. You don't need my help." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, you showed me your songs. I'm like, yeah, this is this is really really good. It was, what I liked about it was just it was different. You know, like it was different from what you guys were doing individually, but also different from like a lot of the stuff that I was hearing. There was something really natural about the
2: project. That means so much. I obviously appreciate that, man. Um, organicness has been the key word since the beginning yeah. but yeah as far as like obviously Val comes from a very what do you say like electronic
3: yeah more electronic I was doing a lot of electronic music when we were met
2: true true I was making a lot of ele-
3: mainly house and like yeah. future bass.
2: Yeah. yeah and then I mean at first Fiji Blue actually started with Indigo which is that super lo-fi right weird cool track still like it a lot yeah yeah it's on SoundCloud for anybody who can't find it um you yeah. took it down sorry but um, <laughs> yeah, so our, our combinations, obviously, like, you know, with what we were focusing on at the time, you know, created the initial Fiji Blue sound, which honestly took took a bit to like really define our sound. But eventually it kind of just clicked and it was. But it's everything. also changing.
3: I mean, now oh, yeah, for the sure. new stuff that we're making, it's, it's so different again, which I love because it's just like our own musical taste change, mm-hmm. you know, individually yeah, yeah. and then collectively too. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the sound You have to make the music you want to listen to. Yeah, exactly. But I think that there's just something about this combination of his writing and my production and also just the people that we are and what we enjoy doing in the day. And like, what you know, like all that flows into the music and just makes it unique. And it's like, we talked about it earlier where it's like, we know that this brand is so strong because it's just us and like what we do every day. Like, you know what I mean? We love going to the beach, like smoking weed and like, it's just like, <laughs> sorry, Mom. that's the brand, but also that's just like who we are. So it's just not gonna, it's not gonna be hard to ever keep that up. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a very authentic project. That's what really
0: hits me about the project too, is like, like your songs are doing great. And you know, we I, I could point to, oh, marketing, marketing, like all this, whatever. But the truth is, is that like listening to the songs, like these are songs that actually genuinely connect. And because mm. of that, like when they get playlisting, it's not like oh they're doing well because of the playlisting. They're doing well because people are hearing it on the playlist and then listening to it again and again and mm-hmm. again. I like that they're, you know, they're also shorter than 3 minutes like oftentimes so yeah. you can listen to it again and again and again like it's like this nice like It's not empty calories. It's like it's nutritional music that like (laughs) that you can listen to over and over. It's easy listening, but not like without complexity, which I think is organic and nutritional. Um, Mm. and and that's like that. That's why you know you're seeing it. You're seeing it connect. You're seeing it connect like in a way that almost like transcends the sort of industry behind marketing a song for streaming.
2: You know, well, first of all, that means so much to hear. That's wow um <laughs> nutritional nice yeah i'm oh. taking it all in that means a lot i, I mean we put so much thought into like mm, it stresses me out to think about but i'm also grateful like literally since the beginning of this before we had any music out like okay what are the artworks going to look like what are we going to like try to think about because i've had personal issues on my own artist project that like oh you know at first my things were super pink and sexual and had font and then i did ones with no font like I really just wanted to have something that was like not only aesthetically pleasing to the ear, but aesthetically pleasing from like literally birth to death, which hopefully will be Mm. never. But um, Mm. yeah, it was, there's so much, so much thought into this. And um, I think we both had the luxury of like learning
3: about the industry and like learning from the mistakes that we did with the past, our past personal projects and bands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Berkeley and what the people around us were doing wrong and what we liked. And I think like, we spend so much time just hanging out but you know analyzing like what do we like what don't we like Mm -hmm. how do we want this aesthetic to look like and so it's like it's cool for us now i think to see like what we said in the beginning where it was like all the album art should be blue it's like just gonna be a blue like vibe and it's gonna be like vhs like it's gonna be diy like we we planned it from the beginning and now we look at it and it's like we we kind of made it become true you know yeah it it takes a minute for
2: it to all like tie together and at first you're right like this like space makes me sad shout out that song that song really kicked it for us um it's two minutes and 12 seconds so like the second we saw that do well we're like okay cool maybe we should look back onto this instead of the indie uh not indie no that's the later story so like the lo-fi stuff we kind of you know went into that new area and released numb which was more of the house sound and just really found the niche and at first there was only like four minutes of fiji blue you could listen to even though there was like three (laughs) songs it's like oh i like (laughs) fiji blue but you come back you listen there's like Four minutes, eight minutes. Mm. So then now as we release more <coughs> music, as time progresses, it's just there's more of something to hold on to and it's there's more for people to, you know, grasp and understand. Well, we've been trying to create since the beginning. Like from when you create something from nothing, as we all know, it's it's tough at first, you know. But it's also well, easy. It is. It's nice, there's challenges, but there's obviously a lot of pros to it for sure.
0: I think you said it best too, Val, that like that you guys had individual projects that you guys could learn from. I Mm -hmm. feel like so much that like of our kind of baggage as like sleeping lion is that we, all of our our mistakes you know, all the good stuff that we've done, but also all the sort of mistakes that we made, like are this it's sort still of still part of our record. Yeah, it's part of our like public kind of kind of story, which I'm proud of to be able to be like, okay, that worked, that didn't work, whatever. But on the other side too,
1: there's definitely a part of me that yearns for like a clean, clean break, clean, like a sleep. clean aesthetic. Definitely. Like there's something to be said for that. Like like that's obviously what we all want is like a like a perfectly realized kind of thing. I mean, I think we've done well with our album art, but like our our our, our sonics our, our sonics have, yeah. have gone through a journey and but, like that's like part of
2: part of our history. But also that's part of growing up through as a musician (laughs) and as as a duo and everything and everything's going to be part. We're still learning and you know everybody I feel like still learns from mistakes they make in smaller big ways. So also I would hope that
3: that the Sonics are a journey. Like you don't you know you don't want that you don't want it. You don't want to get stuck in one place, and you can never could. I mean, yeah, you're adapting to what's going on in the music world, what fans like, what your what you like individually.
2: Yeah, what's going on in but your but life?
3: But I feel like
0: recent recently, our like sonically, it's been this sort of journey, and you can hear it of us sort of reconnecting with like the stuff that that really you know vibe with us from the beginning. Like when I came to Berkeley, remember Val? Like I was I was in a folk band. I was torn with Miette. So yeah, that's you know like
3: full circle. Coming,
0: yeah, like we're coming back now to making folk music with everything that we know about pop music. And now pops also come around in in a very different way. Like what pop music was when we all started versus what it is now, there's definitely more organic elements. So we're Mm -hmm. coming back to the things that we know best, but now the pop world is different. And now, you know, we have a pop sensibility. So you learn, you grow with all this stuff. But yeah, yeah. sometimes you just, you have to go out to come back in, I think, you know, like to come back to your, come back to yourself. In a sense, take take me through. Space makes me sad. Like, how did that song come to be? What was the sort of spark for it?
2: Valo always passes this one to me. I'll try to condense it. Yeah, okay. He gets mad at me. <laughs> um, so uh, when I was born, March eighteenth. Not kidding. Um, so basically, for the the title itself came uh, when I was like fifteen, which is so weird to think about. But I always used to say, and all my friends can vouch. I said, I would look up at the sky and just get sad. And I'd be like, space makes me sad. And someone would be <laughs> like, oh, the moon looks so pretty. Tonight. And I, you know, the girlfriend at the time would be like, oh, don't say that, you know, space makes Trevor sad. So I, I, I held on to it. I had pride with it. I was like, you know what, all that shit up there. Like, I don't know what's going on and we'll never know. And truly it just made me sad in some weird way. But fast forward, Val and I were trying to write something. That, and, you know, typically I don't like writing to titles, but um, it just felt like a cool idea. And we kind of twisted it turned it into like not only long distance exactly like the space between like you and this other person on top of the comparison with a lot of space (laughs) puns and whatnot but just like you know (laughs) trying to speak of something beautifully because like when i think of space it's just so hauntingly vast and i think it's there's a lot to compare when it's with the space of a relationship sometimes in the most ambiguous way so that's (laughs) the start of that and yeah
3: and then that song was definitely also a journey. This was one of the songs where it was like eight different versions, you know, like <laughs> yeah. six different drops. There was like mm-hmm. there's one that was like an actual chorus and there was one with like a vocal chop that mm-hmm. sounded like a whale.
2: Yeah, that's no, the walrus. <laughs> there's walrus. the infamous Space Makes Me Sad version where it's a ooh, ooh, and it's a, just a dying walrus sound. And <laughs> Val wanted it. A few people wanted it and I just said no. What
0: I like about it too and kind of what I was saying as well is that it is this short song, but inc- there's a lot packed into it to mm. the point where when it ends, and I believe it ends with like kind of a fade out, right? Fade out. Yeah. Yes.
2: Fade out on yeah. a two minute, 12 second song. <laughs> <laughs> the laziest thing you can ever do. Now. Yeah. The,
0: the, the fade out is approximately one minute long. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no, so what's what's nice is that like by the time the song is over, you just kind of want to play it again. It reminds me, Val, you know Keon Palmer, right? Yeah. Mm. He I actually writing, went to uh,
2: ASU with uh, me at one point. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Super, so, super weird. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Super,
0: uh, super small world. No, we, uh, I wrote a song with him called uh, Five Nights Stand. And I remember I wanted a third chorus in there. And he's like, why? And I said, well, because like I feel like people will want to hear it again. And he said, well, they yeah, can. Exactly. if They listen Facts. to it again. <laughs> and like that was, I, I don't remember if it was him or Joe who said it, but one of them said it in the session. And that like changed my entire brain I think because that's true. If you if there's something you like about a Listen song if to you it want again. to the chorus <laughs> yeah. again press LO rewind yeah, I, We should we'll, just release take, 30 seconds that third of one chorus, you know right. not even have
2: it resolve. And just exactly two albums. <laughs> <laughs> there's something to be said for that.
1: I I think I think we're, we're gonna see to... <laughs> more of that.
2: <laughs> it's the
1: logical conclusion.
3: The reference song for space, Abby Dijon. This artist Dijon
1: I love Dijon. Uh he's mm-hmm. sick. Yeah, this um, the song called Ignore. Uh, I How wanna, about you guys? Do you usually work with references, or I think less so. I think I think I'm personally trying to move away from referencing stuff and like trust my instincts more because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I always get in my head about references and they like they yeah. mess mm-hmm. me up sometimes more than they like help me.
3: If Plus you sure. can, once you know that you can trust your instincts. Yeah, I, mean
1: like, I, I like to think I've been doing US this ref- long enough that I that I have instincts that'll will lead me in a good direction. It, if I if I
0: use references, it tends to be something like a little bit off the beaten path like I'll reference like 2008 like Yonkers pop punk or I'll reference like a Broadway (coughs) track or like something like that you know some I'll like reference pieces of sound design or like little pieces of like writing style that is not like oh Billie Eilish or the 1975 or something Mm -hmm. you know
2: like a non-traditional way of referencing stuff you know yeah that's cool
0: there's like things That's from cool. our past that I think still kind of resonate with us, but not so much like re- I think referencing music in the zeitgeist is really dangerous. Definitely, you know. I agree. I mean, true. Yeah. Talk me through "Home," though. I really love "Home." I specifically love when the chorus drops. That bass line is is just.
3: Do
2: <laughs> um,
3: and then the actual
2: yeah that baseline val shout out val wow he's the king of bass lines and that one specifically to me yeah that one hits different for real that song
3: and you okay this is actually a cool story about home so how home came about is we were rehearsing for our very first fiji show at the peppermint club and i had my drum set set up in his apartment and one day we would just like after the rehearsal we just started to play and just like jam and That was the first song that came about just started by just like playing, and he came up with the chords and the first and mm-hmm. the chorus line.
2: Yeah, the uh, the lines came really, really quick actually to that song because at the time, I think, w- were we both like distanced or basically my girlfriend? Um, she goes to Stanford and she had just left after mm. living with me in LA for a year, and uh, so she was in Stanford and. Basically, was just writing this, you know, love story of a Fiji's perspective of just missing somebody and knowing that they're coming home tomorrow, though, in in anticipation of... And I was
3: going through a bad breakup. Yeah, so, I mean,
2: emotions were pouring. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The the room was dark blue. A tear or three might have been shed, but no. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: Ibuprofen.
2: Oh but yeah, that song came really, really organically, which I loved. And it's still a favorite of mine. It's, it was a favorite of ours for so long. And when we had the decision of what song was going to be next, it was kind of a no-brainer for us.
3: And it was the first time that we kind of decided. So we actually dropped home as an experiment to see how people would react to a more indie-leaning production mm-hmm. and song right. like that was like the first time it was like acoustic guitar and the drums feel like more organic and It was still dancey, you know, but it was we definitely dropped it as an experiment We were like, okay, if this song doesn't do well Maybe we just keep going with the more like housey and if this song does very well, then you know Maybe you know the indie stuff works well, too So it was a cool experience and we were super happy that people connected with it
0: I love that it comes out of like the fact that you guys were in a band. Pra- yeah. like literally mm-hmm. a band practice yeah. and then you guys were just jamming until the song came because, in a lot of ways, that's how all of us first kind of Definitely. started songwriting. You know, we were in our in our bands in high school, and it's not like you know you would go to a songwriting session, and you know sometimes you'd write songs in your room, but if you were in a band, oftentimes you'd just be like, "Okay, cool, we practice our songs. You guys want to like jam?" to <laughs> No, that's that's the how the
3: best songs are made. We're like I'm jammed, to- convinced. That's how I want to write most of the songs from now on. We that's just how it's wrote, been, yeah, yeah. That's how we've been writing, and just not even writing to any track or anything, just. Raw, just playing, you know, yeah. vibing for like a for an hour. Yeah.
0: What I like about home too is like, I think it's a good experiment because you can also see like that's what mm-hmm. people are are connecting to, and what people are like resonating with. Like with the Fiji Blue project, you're not necessarily dealing with the same sort of quote unquote industry rules. You're in your own sound. You're in your own world, and because of that, like. Is it connecting exactly. or is it not? Yeah. That is yeah. all that like you can. And see. it's been nice because you know? so then we And that's um, really
3: cool. I went home to Germany for Christmas, hadn't seen my parents in a minute, and I shot the little visual that we and so now this is officially the all Fritz right. family anthem. Um, we have <laughs> my, Shout my, out my Sabrina parent, and yeah, Uli. Yeah, Sabrina and Uli, my parents decided <laughs> that home is the uh, the official family anthem now. And
2: yeah. that's that was cool. That was yeah, I mean yeah, I haven't even met them, but like I already feel connected more, and I <laughs> I can't so, wait to so his sweet. family. Seriously, that VHS uh, visual for that song is <laughs> is so sweet because not only did my perspective tell more of like a love story, his was like coming home to family, which is just another type of love. You know, it's just that's
3: another way yeah. that I think this song is also connecting with people because it it just can be you know it's not just about a lover, you know, it's just about generally people that you love. You know, yeah, just missing, yeah, exactly missing, yeah, missing yeah. people
0: and and coming coming home. It, it, it's also interesting too like I'm, I'm kind of realizing this Trevor that we're, we're both in duos with people who have family abroad yeah true Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> my Noah's, family's in Rome wow. yeah, No family's in Rome. Val, you should have put out the Fritz family remix where it's just your family doing it acapella it might mm. still happen
3: dude? Fritz remix yeah. The Fritz remix <laughs> <laughs> That'd
0: be a fire name. Yeah, the Fritz remix. Get that get the handle. <laughs> another another song I love, uh, and you know, my mind you like I picked I, I picked like I think, you know, there's there's six songs I think I picked like. <laughs> that's four, okay. Whatever four two you don't pick we'll have about. to take down um, from Spotify. So that that, that that's that's yeah. uh, that's fine. I, l- 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 looking at you, you know, in in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, um uh, I love I love Thank numb. You. Especially, there's this one line, I think the first verse, which is, I'd rather be half involved than missing all of you.
2: What do I need to do to get some time with you? I'd rather be half involved and missing all of you. That,
0: like, yeah, yeah, all right, all right, I see you. <laughs> of I see you. Yeah, I'm that's glad you like that. That line, that's um, sick.
2: So, so simply said, but so deep. I don't know. It's when I when I got that in my head when it popped up randomly in the little cloud. Sad cloud in my head. Shout out to the Fiji gods. (laughs) Yeah, that was a Fiji god line for sure. But um, (laughs) anyways, yeah, I really, (laughs) I I like that line a lot. That one connected. I think it's just a simple way of saying, you know, you'd rather be a little bit involved than never with a person, obviously, which is relatable. (laughs) I relate to that. Or like, you know,
0: I feel like when people have hesitations about getting into relationships, like seriously, it's because, they know if mm-hmm. it ends, it's gonna suck. Definitely, you know, like I, I, I know, I know the point of no return where it's just like, oh, if this ends, it's gonna, yeah. it's yeah. gonna hurt shit. Like I, I didn't know. It's sad I how get us here. song music people <laughs> you know?
2: always like have. We could be in perfectly fine relationships, but then you just wake up and you're like, hmm. If you were to get hit by a bus and I was alone, I'd be really sad. Like or is that yeah yeah just and like mm, that's good inspiration for <laughs> a song it's yeah, part of the job like, yeah. that's the job yeah Are, is this you uh, like sort of
0: quietly announcing the next uh, Fiji Blue song yeah. by a bus hit by yeah. and get the guitar there's a
2: snippet of it I can play for you guys <laughs> <laughs> no 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 spliced <laughs> yeah so I should have told you we're embracing uh, a little bit of indie disco on this one so yeah. I'm excited for this.
0: You should have uh, told me what? What should you uh, What you? Should I should you have told you me? that I loved
2: you one more time. I should have told you that I loved you one more time. One more time. One more time. Yeah. yeah just one more time. That's good. Um,
3: <laughs> I've been very, very heavily uh, influenced by Parcels lately. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the band Parcels. If, you, if you're not familiar no, with the band no. Parcels, better get familiar. They're like, a, it's like a, Okay. the lead singer looks like he's George Harrison but They do like live, like funk disco music with like five part harmonies, and it's amazing. I'm here for it. I I would say that song was influenced by Parcels, and also it's kind of a combination of numb. I think it has a bunch of elements of numb as well.
2: Yeah, so was there a lyric that opened it up for you? Honestly, I this one came super organically as well. That was just jamming on his piano, creating iconic lines per usual, and I was staring (laughs) into the mirror, doing some (laughs) weird stuff, and I don't know that. uh, I should have told you that I loved you one more time. It just like immediately. Sometimes you have like those little simple hooks that like just come immediately. Honestly,
3: yeah, that's the way that yes. our songs always start is that I usually just get the chords. And when we have the chords, then it's just like 30 minutes of like vibe. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden there will be that one line. Yeah. It's,
2: it's usually like that. With and w- if it's like. quicker, it's usually better, obviously. But sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah, that one came pretty quick. So that one. Yeah, if, if
0: you overthink it, then you exactly, wind up like getting lost yeah, in the weeds of it, I
2: feel. Definitely.
0: No, That's awesome. I'm uh, I'm excited for everybody to check it out. Yeah. It's out now, so, you know, and as at the time of this releasing, so everybody should yeah, definitely do. check it out <laughs> and give it a listen. Put it on your <laughs> so, playlist, people. <laughs> but uh you said that Butterflies wouldn't have come out or existed if it hadn't been for the quarantine. So how did that song
2: come Yeah. Away? So Butterflies actually it's funny so that the day that basically num got like New Music Friday it was our first big like Fiji milestone. Um <laughs> We knew we had to get together and write music, so we kind of got together and like we literally camped up for five days straight at Val's place and just made like the first new wave of music. Ended up getting like six songs in five days, which was great. But butterflies was the first one Holy we wrote um, since numb, which was crazy to think of yeah. how long it takes sometimes for a song to come out. But it was always basically a favorite of ours. Um, always stashed it in the back to you know send to people, be like, yo, this is coming out, but not anytime soon. Yeah, and so basically we had set plans to release another song called uh, Outside right during a potential school night show we would have had at the end of May. Uh, We wanted to release it at the same time Mm. and like do a whole big release thing. And, you know, with the whole pandemic and everything, we kind of got real back as everybody else did. And we kind of thought about what the best step would have been. And we just wanted to literally put our favorite song out into the world rather than holding it for like that EP single like… You know, basically just trying to put the best stuff out because we believe in it. And at the time, it felt right. It was a good, happy song. and <laughs> Those
3: five days were... That was like a spiritual experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was like it was crazy, five man. days of just everyday morning from like 11 a.m. to like late at night, just like cooped up in the room. So in the music, but like very inspired. Like yeah. one day we made two songs because it was just like so much creativity. And Butterflies to me, every time I listened to that song, it brought me back to that like time in those like five days that were so special mm. and i think that's why that's why also it was just like such a special song for us because it was just it was a cool time very very creative like intense five days and we just wanted to release yeah we wanted to release that one real bad
2: you really make me wanna fight cross my heart and hope to die Lonely, you're the reason why i can feel those butterflies when I
0: go to sleep at night. Well, that's, that's awesome and, and incidentally like not only did butterflies get great playlisting like you guys were the cover of fresh That's crazy for it. did you guys did you guys have another five-day uh Fiji blue camp uh we have to yeah. I mean, we,
2: we had many fiji blue five-day camps since the <laughs> original five-day yeah. camp they've been seven day camps they've been two i mean it's it's been nonstop basically since space and numb to be on. Exactly. It's the, it's the it's the quarantines,
0: yeah. really. It's the <laughs>
1: Are you guys ready for the question round? Yeah. Yeah. Sure? Super ready. Hit us. All right. Let's go. First question. What is your phone background? Ooh. For both wow. of you. <laughs> so opposite. I
3: have my favorite tree.
1: <laughs> nice. What's your favorite tree? Um,
3: my favorite tree is at uh it's like fifteen minutes away from my house. It's a, at the dam. And during the quarantine I've been going there and meditating by the tree
1: nice that's great I love. does it, it have a that. name it doesn't have a name
3: the leaves like move because it's like a live photo you know Ooh,
2: i don't know what okay. to say but i
0: like it <laughs> right, listen i have a favorite tree too so i i'm with yeah you. he's i get
2: it honestly i thought i was the ambiguous one of this group but this, yeah, this dude man trees vibe. know everything <laughs> i love it let
0: that
3: one
2: sit
0: <laughs> honestly i feel like he said everything like i feel like we just end the end the podcast right then and there
2: Roots, they just meet in the middle and they just all mingle.
0: Val is like, everything's connected. Everything's connected. Trees know everything. I'm going to take you one step further. All trees are connected. Yeah. I mean, come on. And fungus. Fungus. Fungus is like-
3: We're the visitors here. The
0: the biggest uh, (laughs) natural connector. We're the virus. Like, I think the largest organism in the world is like a fungal network. Just throwing that out there. Trevor, what's your phone background? background? Yeah,
2: my phone background is, uh, is my girlfriend wearing a Fiji blue sweater so uh, hey. it's, it's brand and it's uh, the girl oh, Brandon Bay yeah, Brandon Bay yeah.
3: hey for for,
2: like for a second
0: game. your phone went dark and it was I just saw my face yeah. and I'm like wait your background's me <laughs> like, my background
2: so is just funny. a picture I took five minutes ago of you
1: <laughs> it's yeah it's great
0: oh thanks Kev appreciate <laughs> it, it.
1: Um, do you guys have non-musical
2: hobbies Val oh my god <laughs> get ready I've
1: picked
3: up a few <laughs> No, I actually, I actually, my most recent hobby that I picked up is surfing and I've been loving it. Nice, that's cool. That's That's great. Um,
0: Uh, What what else? What else? Because like the way that you guys just laughed (laughs) there. Like I, I'm
3: also, I'm also currently in the process of growing my first cannabis plant and it's been going okay. (laughs) I'm on my second try and uh, yeah, that cooking.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Val is the perfect housewife.
0: (laughs)
3: I feel very much the I same am. way about it.
0: Noah's is a phenomenal cook like no I feel like producers in general have like the the mental framework to like have patience with projects whereas like I feel like songwriters uh, wow have their hobbies tend to be more like instant
3: gratification never thought about that Interesting. Dude.
2: yeah that's, that could, that's, that's very cool. relatable, yeah man. that's very relatable mm.
3: you're right like seeing a project all the way through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like starting yeah. with as like a
2: producer, you have to
1: get in the. You have to, like it's a waiting game, just like cooking. Like there's there's parts that you just have to get right and wait for.
0: Yeah, cooking, cooking for me is like really like a terrifying experience. Um, <laughs> you guys can have a like chat I, about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Trevor, do you feel this way when you like? Because you could, I'm sure, Trevor, you could produce, but when you like sit down at the console and stuff, don't you sometimes get that like little pang of anxiety? Like, wow, there are so many things I could do. And do right or do wrong or do like whatever?
2: Honestly, yes. I mean, here's the thing, like Val, I'm watching I've been watching him now for probably a billion hours on Ableton and you know, we swap and do some things, but it's ninety nine point nine percent him on the computer when we're doing stuff. And basically, it just stresses me out how he can just like Dude. he just turns down the volume on something like without even like having to be a specific number or something, and I'm like that affects the song forever. And it's just like yeah, I just want to make yes. sure everything has a purpose. <laughs> and I'm very like I don't know I don't want to be the guy that's like oh d c d but I don't know. And good. No, ways. I, I go
0: I go back to my thesis that every duo is the same duo, and I feel like songwriters, our brains are set up because people think that songwriting is this like like holy sort of creative. Process, but I feel like songwriting is actually a very technical process of like, there's one right version of a song that you're sort of just like trying to get the puzzle right. Like it's kind of like, it's like a crossword, a Sudoku or like whatever in the sense that if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. I, still, th- there's obviously a lot of like, I'm, I'm being very reductive in that. <laughs> but by and large, I feel like songwriting is a much more linear process where like production, I get so freaked out, even though I know how it all works and I've seen Noah for hours do it. Like, you know, there's so much stuff. I feel like cooking is in th- that same mentality of there's so many things you can do, there's so many things you could do mm-hmm. wrong or right and you don't even know I need to know, know. exactly how much like, like, yeah, I- to
2: microwave something or else it's <laughs> yes <laughs> for real
0: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I was uh, Noah challenged me on on like the the other podcast like he challenged me to cook something and they were just sort of like it's like this many chick, like this many ounces of chickpeas. I'm like, how many is a can? <laughs> like, I got
1: one. It says on the can how yeah, many ounces but it is like, what if,
0: but, but it? But but it's like okay, well yeah, if I if I accidentally give like three more chickpeas, then all the recipe the and pies, then I fuck For up sure. the whole thing, Val you know, like. like but I don't know, like I I really like th- things, you know, from a domestic standpoint. Like I like doing the dishes, or like from a hobby standpoint, I feel like podcast editing is really mm-hmm. like, no, that's mm-hmm. great. like linear processes yeah. where you sort of see the progress getting done and you see the things sort of shape up. Um, yeah, It's less of like, let me just throw this together and see and like try out stuff, you know? Yeah. No, it's like here, like I need lists. I'm like a list like This
2: is what that. you need to
3: do.
0: Exactly. Honestly, when
2: he's doing his stuff too, like I've taken time to be like, it's just an art form. Like a little vocal shimmer, 13%, doesn't matter. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it ends up sounding great. So yeah. I'm cool with it. And,
3: and I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to, Learn from each other too. I mean, I'm—he's yeah. on the computer more and more now too. Like I, we're trying, definitely trying to. You yeah. know, I'm trying to be more organized and clean and OCD too. So yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we've been, we've been, we've been uh, challenging each other in a similar way. Because again, I feel like part of being in a duo is sort of pushing the other outside of their comfort zone, like just. Just enough, but yeah, definitely. I like the the Bob Ross mentality of like make big decisions and let them go. Mm. As long as I don't need to be the one to make those. Yeah. Decisions. Bob Ross,
2: man, that dude's a vibe. Yeah,
0: dude, that guy's a whole whole vibe. But yeah, I got, I definitely get blank canvas uh, fears, but working, definitely working through them. You know.
1: Next question in the question round. Uh, do you guys have skills
2: that you would like to have? I wish I didn't. Mm. Overthink things as, as much, just as I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Does I wish I wish I could read people's minds. And oh, Val's going like that with it. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know we were going that way with it. Mine <laughs> would be sick. I, I, listen, I, listen, I didn't know. You could, no I, rules. I didn't know you could go that way either. But I guess yeah, there are no I rules. I guess we could it. just yeah. pop fi- flowers out of my fingers. There <laughs> you go. That, that would, would be rules. fun. I wouldn't.
0: I don't think I'd want to read people's minds just because. Like I, I already kind of know what people think of me most <laughs> of the time. That's all.
3: Maybe not just about you though. What, what decisions they're gonna make? Yeah. <laughs> what their <laughs> dreams are?
0: They don't even know what decisions they're gonna make. Then yeah. you would never
2: have to talk to them. No, no, just
0: true. Yeah. Well, hey, it comes. It comes down to you know. I think Maybe one of my sounds. linear hobbies is conversation. I love getting to know somebody. Yeah. The process. Of, that is actually a nice process. Of sort of You're right. Peeling it the layers. Is. Yeah.
1: All right, and now we've reached the most important question most important <laughs> question of the podcast. Of the yeah. Would you be a pirate? Mm. <laughs> In today's time,
2: <laughs> like Hollywood pirate. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, you're you're downloading you're downloading movies yeah. illegally. Like you know, old timey like, swashbuckling pirate. Like Pirates of mm. the Caribbean pirate. Yeah, like you're on a ship. You might get
2: scurvy. You're probably gonna have no, to commit crimes, yeah. but it, there's no but real. PG-13 I would. Crimes. I would not. <laughs> oh my goodness! I like to think of like the pirates that like you know like I'd have an eye patch, but I'd still have two eyes and like a peg leg maybe, Whoa. and like just like long luscious hair and like. Definitely would have to be the captain, you know. Of course, Val would be the guy down there just shooting the cannons, just like good job, little Val. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (sighs) yeah, I'd have to be the captain. Val, what about you?
3: Maybe the chef. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh, pirate chef.
2: Mm, Pirate chef. That's great. I
3: feel like everybody's gonna like the chef. Because everybody's got to eat. No one's going to betray, no yeah. betray the chef. No
1: one's going to betray the chef. Nobody's going to betray cooks, the chef. People little might little come cuts, to you being like, little hey, little can little. you poison this guy? And you'd be like, I got you.
2: Fam. Exactly. No, no,
0: no. I feel like Val would be like, listen, I respect my duty as a, as a chef and I, I will not poison anybody. Nobody is getting poisoned today.
2: Mm. Val might poison some people. I don't
3: know. Depends <laughs> who's on the ship. Maybe the captain. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only the captain, dude. Hmm.
0: I feel like Fiji
2: Blue is a pretty nice name for a pirate ship. Honestly, cruise lines could be a venture in our future. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we're definitely, yeah,
3: we're
0: Wait. definitely
2: gonna
3: venture out of Fiji Blue. Will not be, just be music eventually.
0: I mean, you know, I, you're talking, you're talking to Sleeping Lion, Talking Lion, Gaming Lion, Guessing I mean, Lion, Drinking uh, Lion, see, <laughs> Drinking <laughs> Lion.
3: Yeah, it is what it is. Amazing, dude. What kind of alcohol would you guys uh, put out?
1: I'd be really into like beer. I feel like. I feel like if I could make a whiskey, if I could get mm. into making whiskey, that would be amazing. Drinking mm.
3: lion, that would be that would be pretty chill.
1: And and also like coffee. But that, that coffee.
3: might that
0: might be like brewing lion.
3: Some
2: espresso beans. Brewing
3: lion.
0: Yeah. Brewing lion. Yeah.
1: Mm.
3: So who knows? All right, we'll we're, we're gonna be in business. <laughs> we'll be in business. I'll we'll have my business. people we'll talk to your
1: people. Guy, as, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Shout out to <laughs> I feel Tommy, like our people already talk pretty
0: often anyway.
1: Uh <laughs> next question is what was your first tattoo?
2: Ooh, come on! Charlie. Mine is um, mine's just a little, little uh, what is it? A blossom, cherry blossom. Yeah, I actually got it in LA when I was 19. I promised myself that I'd only have one little flower on my arm, and uh, a sleeve on my left arm, and it just turned into an entire sleeve on my right arm. So <laughs> it didn't work out, but it worked out, you know.
3: My first one was this one right here. It says, "Music is my religion." I got it on my
1: 18th birthday.
0: Oh, oh nice, nice. I like that it's in script too. Yeah. yeah you, it's um, pretty dramatic. And
1: I guess f- follow-up question because you guys are pretty tatted up, what's your favorite tattoo?
2: Ooh. Val. Come follow. on. I mean, go ahead. The butterfly. We mm. I also have a butterfly, love it, but honestly, I think my favorite one has to be this these two birds with it flying in front of uh front of a sunset. Just um, a little sunset and birds. What's people. the significance of that? Um, I love birds and I love sunsets. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, they're both peaceful did, things to
0: me. Did you get the butterflies like in the spirit of the song or?
2: So I already had mine for a bit, but we actually, or Val got his butterfly the day after our show.
3: Yeah. March, so yeah. I had, I, I got a tattoo the day after our show on SF and I got a tattoo the day after our show here. So it was going to be a, pre pandemic, it was going to be a ritual, but. I got this one because of Butterflies, probably my favorite song we ever made. So, yeah,
2: that was before we were going to put it out. So, we just that's
3: awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was that
2: the Madame Siam show you got the tattoo after? Yeah, yes, cool. I just well, got cool. a swan or no, I'm sorry, it's, it's a, a crane. A, it's a crane. Wow, I don't even know what it is.
1: <laughs> a bird. What was the uh oh, a poultry? <laughs> the poultry. Uh, what was what, what were the first concerts you guys ever attended? Oh, wow, go ahead.
2: Uh, you for
3: guys, me, was uh, Carlos Santana. Ooh. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Mine, wow! I'm so ashamed. It was the black eyed peas. It's so not ashamed. Me. I used that's to love no, the black eyed peas. No, no, eyed no, I, I don't mean ashamed in a bad awesome. way. I Everyone likes <sighs> the black eyed peas. It's like, I, I used like, to, it's to like love the black eyed peas. I was like ten. I don't know. Like, I, it wasn't my choice type of deal. You know, it was cool though. They're cool. But, well, I,
3: I, I, had all the albums.
0: I, I mean, used to Fergie, love black eyed peas.
2: I had a crush on well, her. Okay,
3: well, Trevor, what was,
0: like, what was the first concert you went to that was your <laughs> That you're your not choice? ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first
2: concert that you weren't dragged to? Oh you my know? goodness. <laughs> um, hmm. I saw, I, oof, I don't even know, dude. I saw, oh, I saw Mac Miller in 2011. Mm. That was like Blue Slide Park. That was a cool stage. That wasn't my first concert, but that sticks out to me as like an early concert. Really memorable time for sure. How about you
1: guys? Ooh, my first real concert. Are they allowed to do that? Yeah, I, I, I just <laughs> broke the you just broke the just podcast. Broke the whole podcast, podcast. Yeah. Uh my, yeah, my first real concert was uh, I saw Serge Tankian, <laughs> the singer of System of a Down, uh with the Milan Symphony oh, Orchestra. Used to love yeah, right? System mm-hmm. of a Down. It was a dude. weird show. Because it was like this no. big orchestral show right. off of a search like based off of Serge Tankian's first solo record. But it was cool. It was a cool show.
0: Mine Ian was I think I was like either four or six I saw Yes with my dad at Jones Beach Mm. Uh, and you know seeing Rick Wakeman play was like why I wanted to like get into playing piano because he was such a crazy keyboard player but the first concert that like I I took my dad to because my dad like wanted me to be into Yes so you know I was (laughs) I wasn't dragged there I very much enjoyed it but like the the first concert that I chose to go to was Green Day.
3: Wow. Mm. Very cool. Cool. Hell yeah. We got System of a Down, Green Day, <laughs> Mac Miller, and Santana.
1: That's chill.
0: Santana. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's an interesting mix. That would be a, a crazy power group. Yeah. That would be <laughs>
1: Imagine the very collab. Weird.
2: Yeah, weird. Um, There'd be so many instruments.
3: Bro, it's crazy how, because Santana also was like a huge influence at concert. And it's crazy how, I mean, obviously our dads, usually it's the dads, right? Or the parents. Yeah. Um, you know how they have the influence. So I think like, What's the music that I'm going to show my kids? You know what I mean. What do I want them to like? Like you know
1: and
2: Dad, why are we going to a Claro concert for the fifteenth <laughs> time this month? Shut up.
1: I love I love Uncle how Trevor's often you guys have me mentioned a Claro
2: <laughs> in the podcast. That's so good. No, I just I, I just I as really he's love. wearing the Claro shirt too. Yeah, I'm wearing it. No, I'm just a fan. She's she's dope. Well, have you
0: ever thought about like trying to explain all this to your kids too? Like you know, in a lot of ways, like not for nothing. No, no matter where this goes, we've already done. A lot more than you know, like we've done enough to be able to like actually talk about this as like a significant part of our yeah. you know, time in our twenties. Like could you imagine like to explain to your kid, Oh yeah, like my day to day looked like writing songs and playing <laughs> shows.
1: Well, that's kinda cool. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> I
3: mean, come on, what else does a kid yeah. want? The coolest dad in the school. <laughs> yeah.
0: I and mean, we're still going to we're going to be we're going to be late cuz we're going to be like yo like listen to Claro, you know, uh yeah. listen to
2: listen to Lido and they'll be like that's all that old music? Yeah. Yeah, that old. Wow. It's like that I'm listening to Young Plant 420 right now like <laughs> So that's a rap name in the future that I just came up with.
1: Young Plant 420 Young is an Plant amazing amazing future yeah, rapper yeah, please, name for sure. That like needs that. to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Young Plant 420. You guys
0: is this where you guys started your side project? <laughs> or maybe maybe Young Plant 420 is listening to this right now. Let me now. tell you something.
3: There are songs in the vault. There will be a separate side project. It'll be rap. It'll be Trevor rapping. Yeah, it's gonna be so sick, and I can't wait for the day that happens. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm announcing it now. It. I'm announcing maybe it now.
2: When we have when we have time. Yes. We have no, but there are, yeah, songs yeah, are the of time now.
0: But hey, talk, talk, talking about, you know, influence, like maybe maybe some kids listen to this podcast and they're like they've been, all they've been looking for is a rap name and we just gave them Young, Young Plan. 420. 420. As, I mean, as long as
2: I get 51% of it, that's cool. I'm telling them right <laughs> yeah. now, 51% is That's me. fair. That's fair.
0: That's a that's a steep. I, I would have asked for 15. Young Plan, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take you out for 15. How's that?
1: Yeah. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, we're you can't, can't just we're, take the idea. Um <laughs> Uh next question is what are you guys' favorite movie, book and TV show? Oh goodness.
2: Big Val, The, the contest no. so I can think about mine.
3: <laughs> um okay. Uh favorite movie Goodfellas. Ooh. Shout out young Robert De Niro, so it's so cool. TV M- show Marty The Sopranos. Yes, sir. Um favorite TV show no surprise The Sopranos. Okay, then uh favorite book, uh, maybe The Great Gatsby. Interesting.
0: Okay. So you just well, like, you yeah. you, you, like, you like like mob crime. Yeah, yeah I love,
3: I mean, that's my favorite genre probably. Yeah, Martin Scorsese. I mean, Irishman. I like the old, like the Nero mob, like Italian New Yorker, like basically the combination of you two. <laughs> yeah,
1: basically <laughs> yeah. <the> Italian-American.
0: <laughs> you, should, uh, you should watch this documentary called McMillions because it's about the McDonald's monopoly fraud, but it's heavily tied into like the mafia and the mob and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. I should
3: watch that. I heard about that. Mm. Yeah.
0: White-collar crime,
2: baby. Mm-hmm. I, I, my favorite TV show, easiest question ever. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that I, tracks. It's, I've watched it too many times. I've taken a lot of influence from it. Probably not the best idea. But anyways, <laughs> love that, love that uh, show. And uh, favorite book, The Giving Tree. Such a oh. sad Ooh. little boy's tree, yeah, or... I didn't say that correctly, but it's a good, (laughs) it's it's, it's a good, it's a good, good,
0: I feel like that's always a good, that that book's always like a good metaphor for like growing up and like how we kind of treat our parents. We just like take stuff.
2: Yeah, I know. know? And they're like, still like, I love you. And it's like messed up, but it's beautiful, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or metaphor for toxic relationships you find yourself in your twenties.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it finds ways to creep up on you every time. Movie wise, I honestly I don't know if I can answer I mean, Happy Gilmore. <laughs>
0: mm. Nice. All right, no, I'll take it. I don't
2: know. That's Bob Barker, it's funny. I don't know. <laughs> Good stuff.
0: I, I like I like the dichotomy. Like Val's over here, like like shaking people down and breaking legs. Exactly. You know, yeah. from a genre. Wonder, yeah. And you're on you're on the other side like with, with like golf and like a Philly bar. Yeah,
3: exactly.
1: exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the the duos clash. It's great.
1: <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Do either of you have a scar with a story? I don't actually. That's you're an un- acceptable you're answer. You're unscathed. unscathed. You've made it. Yeah, you've made it, touched, it this far I'm in by life by men.
3: Wow. Shout out Fiji Water. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the official plug. <laughs> <laughs> Fiji Water, the best water in town. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta come up with a better line. But yeah, drink Fiji Water. For, for, right. for those man, listening at home,
1: good. Valentin is actually holding a thing of Fiji Water. That's I am holding Fiji Water, and let me just tell you something. Fiji
3: water comes from a sustainable ancient aquifer deep within the earth on the islands of Fiji. Bottled at the source, natural pressure forces the water towards a sealed delivery system di- directly into the bottle, free from human contact. And let me tell you, I thought you can't taste it, actually. I thought he was tripping when he first told me about it. But now that shit tastes so good. You can taste it.
2: Yeah, you could taste the difference. I- I've been right. on multiple water blind tests. <laughs> wow, You, co- you, you put to- five waters in front of me, I know which one's Fiji. It doesn't matter. I feel like I need to like
0: publicly say that we're not sponsored by (laughs) Fiji Water. But that's just after that. I think after that, podcast is not
3: sponsored. But Fiji Water, if you want to sponsor Fiji Blue,
2: Blue. (laughs) I
0: remember, I remember (laughs) asking you guys like why you named your band Fiji Blue, and I vaguely remember Val just being because we love Fiji Water, like just something.
2: It's definitely a part for sure.
3: Yeah, it was one half of it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Trevor loved Fiji water and we always make our music with our blue light on. That's it yeah very formula.
0: Go. I, I'm, I'm getting, getting flashbacks to the Franklin and Company you know lunch that <laughs> yeah. that's, I think, that's. I think I was like why that name you're, you're like this is why I'm like, yeah that tracks
2: <laughs> yeah nothing too deep. Uh, well on that note, yeah
1: of not thinking too much. Oh yeah, fine. the next question is what are three thoughts you have at this moment? go uh
2: three thoughts i have right now is what's the next merch line gonna look like Uh, what
3: ad libs are we gonna record later
2: uh i should have told you album art even though it's out already (laughs) um and we
3: are having so much fun on this podcast actually
2: yes this is so much fun this is
3: actually a lot of fun dude
2: yeah and i should probably call my mom today i just remember we're
0: we're having a great time it's like i said it's just nice like catching up with old friends because you know there's none of that like oh like nice to meet you and like Oh, tell like, us your whole life tell story. Tell us your whole life story. And then, but, but also, I just feel like sense of humor wise, like I know your sense of humor, you know ours. Mm. So we can just like joke around exactly. as opposed to sort of like testing the waters with like a joke <laughs> and be like, oh, wait, they didn't get that one. That's fine. Like, <laughs> Constantly you know? testing. I just feel bad for you
3: having to cut out all of our stupid blubbles.
0: Actually, I use Isotope D Stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Crank the mix 100. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the dry-wet the, the dry wet knob oh is just God, like, yeah. it's actually your sense of humor. It's just like, it's it's, it's so for- It's so dry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> on a more serious note, what are you most proud of? Honestly, I'm just going to speak on music terms, I guess, because there's a lot of things that people would get mad at me if I didn't include. But musically, I'm super proud of what we've been able to create from absolutely nothing and touched as many people as we have. Um, the amount of people that reach out to us and tell us how much the music means to them is obviously you know super overwhelming in a great way. Like I love it; it means the world to me. So yeah, think, I'm super proud of that. I
3: think we're, we're proud of the same exact thing. Yeah. Just this moment, how things are going, and
2: it's yeah. been a journey, dude. Mm-hmm. That's that. great. And what's what's important to you guys? Mm. I just want to try to like keep things as simple as possible, but just keep it family, music, and chill vibes. <laughs> nice. Speci- get, specifically get the playlist. Specifically yeah. The, yeah. Playlist. The, no, say, the playlist. I was just gonna say I was just gonna say the no. playlist. I mean, maybe, but um no, just like family, obviously. You know, music is everything. Music. Yeah, for sure. And
3: music just, is the most important thing in our lives. Yeah, I sure. mean, all
2: of us can Definitely.
1: agree with that, right?
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that and Fiji water, evidently. And yeah. that and I mean if we're gonna be honest, <laughs> just, I could be alone on an island with just that and be okay.
1: <laughs> and lastly, what are you guys looking forward to? Um, concerts.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. just played the show before everything got shut down and it was such a high and it was so much fun. And a huge part of everything we're trying to do is the live element. And as I'm sure a lot of musicians can agree, but uh ready for shows, ASAP. I feel like when that first moment comes, like the energy in the show is gonna be like people haven't seen live shows in months. Like it's gonna be different. I feel like it's gonna be different in a cool way. Like you appreciate it more, you know, even if you're Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. I feel like we were all, in a sense, getting a little bit, like, burnt out from, like, going to shows. Because for us, so much of, like how you meet new people and just connect is by going out to shows and so it kind of just turned into like a little bit of a slog mm. there's two shows three shows you could go to every week I know I was definitely getting like tired of going to shows and now I'm like wow I really didn't know what I got so it's gone like I am not fucking networking I am not talking to nobody when I go to a, next time I go to a show I am dancing I am singing yes. I am dancing that's beautiful yes, that's beautiful. and the first said. show
3: will be the Fiji show
0: uh, 110% <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, No, but guys, thank you so much for doing this with us. Like this, it's it is awesome to catch up with you guys. Great experience. And I I love your music. I'm legitimately a Fiji Blue fan. And I'm I'm excited to see what what comes next from you guys because everything has resonated both with a broad audience as well as with us. So you guys are on to something special. And from one duo to a next, you know, absolutely crushing it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, appreciate means, you, man. It means so much, dude. Can I give that back to you guys? Yeah, we're huge Sleeping Lion fans. It, it's, it goes both ways. So really appreciate world. you guys having us on here. I should have told you that I loved you every night. all oh, that's on my mind. I should have told you that I loved you one more time. One more time.
1: We would like to thank Alan C. for supporting Talking Lion on Patreon and Isotope.